Hey folks, this is Glenn Man. Welcome to the season premiere of Glenn is Talking Man from New York. Season 4. What's going on, folks? So, it's been four years since I started this podcast. And the very first episode was called The Man with the Knife on the Train. It was about an incident uh, where I witnessed where a man was, had a knife on a train uh, trying to, I guess, essentially stab someone, right? A good heartfelt uh, story. In the subway. So recently, I've been hearing the stories. Of, apparently, there's a woman on the loose in the West Fourth Street train station who apparently has been randomly attacking young women, punching them. And there've been videos of people talking about they're getting prepared and ready. Who is this woman? What is she? Who knows? Now, of course, if you've ever been to New York or you spend any time in the West Fourth Street train station, uh, this news isn't really a surprise. In fact, it'd be more surprising if someone told you. That there were no attacks at the West 4th Street train station. Uh, let's face it, it gets a little crazy down there on the best of days. And look, New York has issues, but New York is, I, I think it's, you can say New York is back. In fact, it maybe it never went anywhere. Because remember last year, there were people who said New York City is dead. Uh, thousands of people left the city. Businesses were shut down. The pandemic hit really, really hard. And there were people who said, New York is gone. It's done for. Uh, the dream is over. But guess what? Wake the hell up. Because we're here, folks. And yes, we're still battling issues, but New York City is here. Now, like I said, we have issues. And thinking about this woman who apparently attacking people, she's probably suffering from sort of emotionally, you know, emotional or mental health issues, which unfortunately, if you walk the streets in New York, especially Manhattan, uh, you will see a lot of this, and it, it it's troubling, it's sad, it's, it can be a little frightening if you ever have an altercation with someone, it kind of reminds you of like, you know, Arkham Asylum and the Batman comics and TV and films, whatever, where there's these people who seem like they just broke out of somewhere, just roaming the streets. And I, I don't know what the, the city, the, the governor, the mayor, what they plan to do about this, because this has been an issue that's been going on for quite a few years, long before the pandemic. I think really the pandemic kind of really just took it to another level. But I mentioned Batman. The other day was Batman Day. Celebration of everything Batman. It seems like every couple of months there's always some kind of discussion like on social media, especially Twitter, where people are like, well, if Bruce Wayne paid more taxes and donated more money to charity, he wouldn't have to dress up as Batman. And you know what? I think trying to make real world sense of like comic book universes, it is it makes you just as crazy as the Joker. Like, you might as well talk to a brick wall or turn your back in the mirror and, like, talk to your own butt. But that's how much, you know, productive, that's how productive the conversation will be. We're talking about fantasy. And, yes, fantasy that tries to mimic elements of reality, but it's not reality. So, like, can we just stop it with these these sort of philosophical arguments uh, where we're trying to sort of make real sense of, of these fantasy stories? It's, like, it's come a little tiresome. At least to me. Maybe not to you.
speaking of fantasy, this weekend was the Emmy Awards. I did not watch the Emmy Awards. Uh, not my favorite of the big award shows. I don't know why. Like, I don't know, maybe it's the time of year comes in September. Who knows? It's, but still, uh, some big winners. Uh, Kate Winslet, Mayor of Easttown. Also, Evan Peters also won for that. That was a, a great show. About a, a female detective in a rural uh, sort of rustic Pennsylvania trying to solve the murder uh, of a young woman. And, uh, you know, shows, fictional crime, true crime, are very popular. And unfortunately, tragically, this weekend, um, authorities presumed to find the remains of a young woman, Gabby Petito, who was missing. Uh, you probably heard the story of this young woman who was on a trip with her boyfriend, and she went missing, and her boyfriend went back to home with the van they were in without her, and supposedly he's now missing. And also, anytime you have this story, it brings up issues of when we deal with who gets the attention when it comes to who's missing, um, things like that. And also, I think this particular case is really about issues about true crime. Uh, there's so many true crime shows and podcasts. It has become a very popular a big money genre. And some people have sort of been taken aback by some of the, I, I don't, I don't want to say joyful, but this has been a bit of like people, this mystery has really uh, engulfed people when she was missing and, you know, people trying to find out what happened to her, what did the boyfriend do, or did he do something? And so there, social, it became a really big thing on social media. And people were sort of taken aback by people's sort of action and attitude towards it. Sort of the glibness or of how they responded to it. And I think, I, I think that's a sincere criticism. I think when it comes to the genre of true crime, so it can be salacious. And it can be something where it almost seems like you mineralize the, the, the victim in favor of the story itself, right? Now, on the, of the flip side of that is often true crime will highlight the victim in a way that you didn't know about. That the way that, you know, just a local news report or police report or police investigation doesn't. Especially when you're dealing with unsolved crimes. Crimes that still have not been solved. And the public can play a big part in the detention and the media can generate. can play a big part in solving these crimes. But yes, I think true crime can be sometimes can, can, a little bit of an icky feeling. I watch a lot of these documentary shows, especially ID Discovery, which has so many different shows about murder. It, it makes you, it's fascinating, but also makes you shake your head. They got murder in a small town, murder on a boat, murder in the woods, murder, and, and you know, and it's just, they've got so many, they've covered it all. Because apparently, people are really horrible people out there. But I think one of the appeals of true crime, I think it's one of the genuine appeals to it. Is that people, it sort of reaffirms how fragile life is. Most of these stories, these are just regular people doing regular things and something bad happens to them. And that could be anyone. And I often think people are not living vicariously through uh, these victims and stories. But people are, in many ways, um, sort of taking... uh, the opposite of taking for granted. They're saying, wow, look how fragile, look how crazy things are. And also, there's the mystery. People love mysteries. It doesn't matter if we're talking about 
fictional Sherlock Holmes. Uh, there's a reason why Agatha Christie is the biggest selling novelist of all time. People love mysteries, either it's fictional or it's true. And people always want to sort of get involved in the mystery. And now we live in the age of sort of with the internet of the amateur internet detective where it's easy now to get information, to look at footage and videos and come up with your own theories and share them. That can be good if you know what you're talking about. If you don't know what you're talking about, then you that's not good because then you're just really contributing to hysteria and nonsense which can happen a lot because there's no there's no amateur internet detective agency which finds people and bans them from you know and people can be reckless when it comes to speculation uh and i think we see this not only with stories like this true crime but we see this with politics and other issues where people just get on the internet and say almost anything about anyone or find any facts just hearsay or just their opinion and they present it as a fact and people run with it and i, I don't know i guess libel and slander and all those things were not covered in people's schools growing up because people i'm really shocked especially on like tiktok sometimes uh some of the stories Someone like people were posting the videos and they're like, really, I can't believe they said that about this person without any proof or evidence. They just, they just gave an opinion as proof and it's pretty salacious, that, you know, really just horrible things. But that, that's, that's the wild, wild west of the internet uh, that we live with in this day and age. But when it comes to these issues, we can't forget about uh, the victims. Uh, so Gabby Petito, young woman. Uh, judging by the videos of her, um, lively, uh, sort of exuberant personality, uh, this is a, a real tragedy. And I think one of the reasons why so many people are drawn to it because she was documenting her and her boyfriend. They were documenting their travels on YouTube, and travel videos on YouTube are a big deal, especially in the pandemic. Uh, just look at the hashtag Van Life on Instagram. Or YouTube, and you'll see so many videos of people traveling on the road, you know, staying in vans or tiny houses or RVs, uh, this sort of nomadic lifestyle, which can be romanticized in these videos. But people, they're really popular. Uh, there's also the, the sailboat version of that. People on yachts and sailboats traveling around the world who have sort of disengaged from this everyday regular life. And the fantasy of these things are very appealing to people. And yes, they are romanticized, which sometimes people use as a bad term. Oh, that's romanticized. Yeah, but I think sometimes you want romanticized. You want the, you don't want the, the real stories. You want the fantasy. You want the dream. Because most people who watch that stuff won't, they won't pursue it. They'll think about it. Or they just live vicariously through the influencers and people that they watch. A handful of people, a small percentage, will pursue it, and they will either find out on their own, either if that's the thing for them, or, you know, if it's just complete BS. But that's what people will do. So, you may hear some construction in the background. Uh, unfortunately, here at the Kitchen Table Studios, we have no control over the outdoor elements. So, I mean, this is, you know, how things are. But I think... Dealing with true crime, I think, yes, I think you it can it can be salacious and exploitative, but it also, I think, can be, in a strange way, life-affirming. 
especially when you you hear the stories of the people and their loved ones and how they cared about them and the impact they had on their lives, and it shows you how precious and fragile life can be. So you know that those are just some of those. I think we are what are we entering officially? What they call it is meteorological autumn or fall, which is not the official fall, which is. I can't keep up. Like, can we just go back to it's fall, it's summer? Like, why why is everything so complicated in the 21st century? Everything is more complicated in the 21st century, but it's like, what? I thought things were going to be easier, right? It's 2021. Uh, Like, we need less information. You know, we don't need sort of this uh, assortment of just more terms and techniques and more dates of the calendar just for the weather. Come on. Seriously. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. France is mad at us um, over some, some deal with submarines. I don't know. They're, 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 they're really uh, just kind of upset. It, I think there's like supply chain problems in England. The world's a crazy place. Uh, here in New York, schools just opened last week. Now we got, I think we got several schools now that have to be closed because of COVID outbreaks, which... Um, I guess no one saw that coming except if you have been awake for the past year and a half. But hey, uh, this is this is how things are. This is the way things are. So, what can you do except embrace it or not, or just witness it, observe it, do what you can. So I want to thank you for listening to the season premiere here. Of Glennis Talking Man from New York, you can email me podcast at mangland.com. That's man with two wins, Glenn with two wins. If you would like to Venmo me to buy this host a cup of coffee or to get me to shut up, you can Venmo me with the handle at manglenn, man with two wins, Glenn with two wins. Also, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. You can find on the podcast notes at Glenn Price Man. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.